but but here's the thing though no matter what group you're a part of you gotta rip it Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically HBCU. Today we will be having our HBCU band roundtable. Uh, our guest today is Philip Harris Jr. Hello, world. It's Philip Harris Jr., Crab Class 04, Grambling State University, the world famed Tiger Marching Band from Grambling Land, uh, repping uh, Bus 2TW, also former president of uh, the uniform crew, uh, former member of the dance crew. We was as juking as MFers in the swag. So happy to be here. Since Jamar is your host. Man, uh, I was hoping that the other two gents would be on here for, for some more. Uh, Diversity, but um, it seems their schedules uh, have some conflict. So I'm just going to kick right off with uh, some questions that I had drew up uh, for this okay. little HBCU uh, playbook here. And uh, I think you stated in your intro, but what year was your crab? Uh, 2004. Uh, so I graduated high school in May of 2004. Uh, went to, you know, freshman band camp, August 1st. It probably wasn't specifically August 1st, but uh, whereabouts, whereabouts. Um, yeah, 2004, Grambling. It was a whole new world for me, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, man, I was a uh, crab class of 2003, and uh, I am... I was certain it's always August 1st. No matter what day it falls on, it's August 1st. Uh, I think even if it's Sunday, I think you still kick off on that day. Uh, okay, so so I just pulled up my calendar, mm -hmm. and August the 1st, 2004, was a Sunday. So that is when we checked in. Uh, so that means my mother and I and her friend Belinda drove from Forsyth, Georgia, on that Saturday, which would have been uh, July 31st, and spent the night in Ruston, Louisiana, and got to the band room August the 1st, and got checked in, and did the do. That was the beginning of it all. Yeah, man. It's like you, you check in, and the next morning is when all hell breaks loose, or at least that's what it seems like to me. I, I would have to agree. I think the fact that um, everybody's so welcoming, yeah. you know, when, when, you, when you're checking in, you're signing in, you, you're talking to Miss Cow, and then you're getting all your stuff situated. This is going to be your room. This is your roommate. It's like, yeah, man, hey, no, this is great. You're going to be a part of something wonderful, blah, blah, blah. Monday morning, 4 30, 5 o'clock, whatever time it was, get on the dot. You know, you know. And then, you know, then you got turn back Tuesday, way back Wednesday, throwback Thursday, flashback Friday, all that good stuff. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, man, right, it's different. Hey, look, man, when you got to be on the back of 515, your alarm don't go off at 505, you got to get your life together because you ain't make it back to your room until 11 p.m. the night previous. And then yeah. you uh, get in line for the shower, wind down. Bro. Bro, 
the, the, the shower part was the hardest part. Like I didn't care about being around people taking showers. Like I played football in middle school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like I was I was used to being around other people dealing with showers and stuff. But I think the issue for me was uh, just the amount of showers that we had mm-hmm. minus the amount of working showers that we had, you know, and then the amount of people that we had in the dorm. Yeah. And the fact that everybody was trying to take a shower at the same time. Bruh. You know, like when school starts, it's different because it's, you know, uh, even if it's just two showers working, you're going to be showering whenever you want to. Yeah. But at band camp, it's like, okay, we just got finished. People are trying to get that shower, get in the bed, yes, and sir. get ready for the morning. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Like, uh, man, like it was crazy, man. Like, uh, just thinking back on it, man. It's, we um, so that first full day, you get to the band room and Doc, uh, Larry Joe Pennell, uh, darkness. Um, hmm. um, they inform us, you know, basically what's what the fall schedule looking like, you know, based on um, performances we already know about, so on and so forth. Yeah. And, Praise and all that good stuff. Yeah, and they mentioned that we're playing San Jose in San Jose, and it's going to be on ESPN. And their band is not performing, so we will be doing a twenty minute a twenty minute halftime show. We and in my head, I was like, "What a twenty minute <laughs> halftime show?" You know, because typically it's like eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Because because you, I, I think. A college halftime is roughly fifteen minutes. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying, and that that makes complete sense then because they come out the field and you immediately you on the sideline you choof, and you uh, kick it off, man. And that was just it was just an experience to know that we had to uh, basically come together. You know what I'm saying, new and old, and make it happen. You know what I'm saying within three weeks. Uh, so, so your, so your, uh, band camp experience was different because you had upperclassmen as well, correct? Not first. I'm trying to no. Uh, you know what? It was different because everybody came back on the same day. If remember serving correct, so I, we had them yeah. for for the entirety. Yeah. So, so my 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 experience was obviously very different from yours because um i'm I'm sure you still had an opportunity to bond with your fellow crab brothers and sisters especially Mm -hmm. your section um but i think there is a certain level of uh like oneness when it was just us section leaders what is our concept one band one sound Mm -hmm. for for my crab class um but i did experience like coming I did experience the following year in 05 when everybody came back at the same time. So that was, that was different. So yeah. I didn't have the opportunity to be like, oh, okay, these crowds I had a week, let's see what they're looking like. And then kind of come back and be the asshole upperclassman, which I never really was like talking about. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was, it was different not having them. Um, I kind of enjoyed it because I really was like thick as these with my crowd brothers and not just yeah. the people in my section, but, it's just funny how you end up hitting it off with certain people from all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Thanks. And I think I think that was the cool part for me was getting an opportunity to meet my crab brothers and sisters from uh, places that I have 
not being before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially like folks from like Dallas and like just hearing them talk for the first time and like yeah. people from New Orleans hearing them talk for the first time, that just, that had me blow. For sure, for sure, yeah, man. Like, like, like I said, it, it's like being in the band is, it's an experience, like going to HBCU itself is an experience. And I for think sure. be, being in the, I guess the subgroup subgroups of that experience, you yeah, have yeah. even more experiences. That Correct. It's, that, that it's it's like they get more niche the deeper the deeper you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but that's yeah, man. Like I don't I don't even know how to to fully convey that that feeling that you that you have from being in an HBCU. Man. Yeah, it's it's, it's not akin to being a rock star, but people like people know when you're in the band, specifically at Grambling, because you're gonna have on your black shorts and your white shirt. Yep. That's what it's gonna be. Yep. So even when school starts and you're still having band practice, not necessarily band camp, mm -hmm. but like that first week when people are getting registered and all that kind of stuff and you're still doing band practice doing, you know, your normal business hours eight to five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're in the you're in the cafeteria, people want to ask you questions. You in my in my head, we were almost I won't say more popular, but we were almost more um, sought out maybe yeah. than than the football team was. Yeah, because we were e we were easily identified. I, I Correct. Like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like um, from what I recall, most of the, the the athletes, you know what I'm saying, they just looked like they were lounging on campus for the most part. Unless you unless you caught them fresh out of uh, practice, then they might mm -hmm. be like, okay, I know I know who you are now, or I know what group you um, associated with. Um, right. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm I'm curious, man. Um, uh, for well, for the people, because I'm not curious because I know. Uh, what instrument did you play? So I played the trumpet. I started out playing the trumpet uh, in middle school in sixth mm -hmm. grade. I actually, played the cornet, which is a smaller version of the trumpet, not drastically small, but it is considered a marching trumpet. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I got into high school, I think that's when I got an actual trumpet oh but yeah that's the instrument i played at ground but I, I i actually dabbled with the idea of playing uh french horn because i played french horn in concert band in high school my senior year uh oh, okay. yeah Bruh. yeah yeah hey, look yeah. look when you said that, I'm like uh, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so i think it, it was uh it was me uh shout out to amanda and uh one more person uh, but yeah they we, we needed an extra french horn i was like you know what you know I'm that guy, so I yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, but but I didn't have any experience like marching, playing the French horn. So I was like, man, I'm gonna just stick with this trumpet. They had just bought me a Shilky yeah. earlier that year, so I was, or at least trying to get up there. But yeah, long story short, I played the trumpet. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Um, what or which band would you say is the strongest in your conference? Which is the Swag? Correct. Consistently, so, consistently. Um, can, can you give me a time span? Because I think if we want to say from last now twenty to, years, the most consistent band last twenty years in the swag. Uh, specifically in the swag, I would have to say. Mm, now it's funny though because now Fam and, and Bethune Cookman are in the swag, so technically 
they one of them could be the answer, but just saying. But uh, they haven't been in the sweat the last twenty years. And that's that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, no, I I would probably say um, I'd probably say Southern man. Like as much as I hate it, you know that's our rival. Yeah. I think their while their <clears throat> excuse me while their sound has evolved over the past twenty years, yeah. their sound has matured and their sound hasn't changed. Yeah. In the same time, like you know, it's Southern when you hear it, man. And, and I think I, th- I think that's the beautiful thing about it. Like, I feel like for the most part, every band kind of ha- has their own style and uh, it hasn't gotten lost through the years. And I think Southern is definitely a band that can say that above anybody else. Yeah. Um, let's see. If you could change anything about your band, what would it be? What would it have been, I should say? So at, at the time so you, I was in the band? Correct. During your during your stay <clears throat> with the world famous Tiger Margin band from Tiger Land. Um, I think, does that have to just be one thing? No, I, you know, what would you, what would you have changed? You know what I'm saying? Okay, kind of so, so, so one change I definitely would have liked to make is I wish we had um, about 40 more people in the band. Uh, because I feel like some of the arrangements we had while we were there weren't too bad, but I feel like just 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 a few more people in certain sections would have really been nice. Uh, I would I would definitely prefer for our band directors to have listened to us uh, regarding what songs needed to be played when. Yeah. Um, a uh, quick story, we had a, Bay- a Bayou Classic uh, 2006. Uh, it was a year after Katrina hit, and Doc wanted us to play all these tributes and gospel songs and all that stuff. You know, we're, we're finally back in the world because the previous year, we um, we uh, had to go to Houston, so we didn't have the Bayou Classic. So now we, back in New Orleans, Southern coming in, chopping his heads off, but he want to play, uh, you know. He want to play tributes and shit. And I think that's when Irreplaceable came out by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And we had that in the book, but instead of us playing that, you know, he wanted to play some Kurt Franklin or, or whatever the case was. So I definitely would have preferred for a band to listen to. Yeah. Um, it looks like we may have added in another perspective here. Mr. Moore, are you there? Yo, what's up, man? What's going on? Um, I'm chilling. Uh, everyone, this is uh, Mr. Sam Moore. Uh, introduce yourself and uh, let us know uh, what your crab year was, what school you went to, and what you Yeah, yeah, my name is Sam. Uh, I went to Bethune-Cookman uh, in 2004 with my crab year. You know, ain't no better instrument than the trumpet. I don't know why y'all trying to Say that, say that, say that. Here we, here we go. Here we go, man. Um, yeah, man, we're just uh, getting um, uh, PJ's perspective on uh, his time as uh, uh, being in the band, if there was anything that he would have changed uh, during his time, like anything that you think would have made you all better as a whole. Um, 
I guess book collection for for me and my in my um perspective on our end. Our book, you know, it's 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 kind of weak in my opinion, but you know, it, it is good, and you know, we can crank on a lot of people with it at Cookman, but it's just it's just the fact. It's no excitement when it comes to it. Understood. I understand. And, and for the listeners who aren't familiar with band lingo, when someone says their book, they're referring to basically their playlist, like uh, music that they have uh, prepared to uh, to vanquish whatever their uh, opponent is on that, on that respective day. Uh, can I can I ask Sam a question? Yeah. yeah. So so Sam, you mentioned y'all book. How many songs did y'all have each year? Because I know, I think my freshman year, we had about 90 songs on sheet music that I was going through in my folder that I had, as well as maybe like 20 songs that we played right here. So do you know roughly how many songs I actually had in y'all book? I'd probably say about 20, 25, roughly. But you know, as the season goes on, they end up adding things like okay, clips yeah, from the dance routine. Yeah. Like they'll probably add into it. But yeah, I'll say about twenty twenty five. Okay. And that's and, and and I understand your statement now even more. Because when when the when the book is that tight, it, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be bad, but it doesn't give you any variety. And a right. lot of a lot of times when your book is smaller you don't have those current hits that would get the, you know what I'm saying, your classmates into it. You know what I'm saying? You got the standards, um, which uh, we all respectively have uh, our favorites from uh, from that realm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, those songs that they basically play every year, you know, that's going to come out of this. Uh, J-State, The Show, um, Grambling, Nick. Like uh, there are certain songs that you know each school is gonna play regardless of how big, small, uh, uh, what time of the season it is. Yeah, uh, it's gonna happen. Uh, what what was your favorite song that you played while you had Baton Cook and Sam? Hold, hold. It it was just a it was a statement hit when you first walk in the gate. It was like that's what you heard and if you heard whole then y'all was about to get cranked on while y'all was walking in the gate and it's just simple as that now okay when you say whole are you talking about uh from um jay-z whole okay uh <laughs> blueprint two yeah yep that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. When you said it, I, I got a little chill going down my spine. I was like, I hope he ain't talking about what I think he's talking about. Because so, so so Sam, you said um you know when they heard that coming in the gate, you know what the deal was. So I'm assuming y'all like to get there early and try to crank on folks when they're marching into the stadium. Yeah, like like um I think we did that against Southern one time when we played in the Jacksonville. Yeah, they you know what year that was? Uh, that was my first year, I think. Oh, wow. So, okay, so that means you, y'all played Grambling and Southern your freshman year because we played, we played Cook yeah, before yeah. up in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, yep. 
So, but okay, but Jamal, what was your? Okay, whatever. We okay. Um, uh, Mr. Harvey, what was your uh your favorite standard or your your favorite man. song in general, man? Because favorite song from Grambling um that I knew we were gonna play every year. It probably is Boogie Wonderland on the low, <laughs> bro. Yes, <laughs> it probably is what? Boogie Wonderland. What? Yeah. It's oh man, it's something about it. It's like it's the whole, especially if it's called when we're in, like when we're marching. Yeah. The man, yeah. look. Oh, on a side note, they played uh, "Give Me the Reason" at homecoming um, yesterday as a drill, and they changed the arrangement, and I hate it. Um, but for me, I think. I can't I can't say what my favorite standard was that we were gonna play every year, but um what was it? Uh what was that uh Jay-Z song? Not Trap Star, or was it a TI? And so you're not talking oh top back. That's TI. Yes, top back. Because that was my first time hitting a, that was my first time hitting a double E uh above the register. So like that's always got a special place in my heart. Once I hit that E, I ain't need nothing else in my life. I was good. <laughs> oh man. Like um uh, I ain't need nothing else. Let's see. What else? What else am I curious about, man? Uh Sam. And I'm going to make sure I ask this question with the details so I can actually get a, a valid answer. Who is the best band in your conference? If it's not you selecting your band, oh, I'm gonna be objective. So which one do I think is the best? Yeah, like who is the who gonna give you a run for your money every time? Like, like the one that you like, man. Look, this game is gonna not it's not gonna be one sided. You we gotta come with it. You know, I um, to me, I, I really like Jackson. I really do like Jackson State. Um. I, I know people don't think that Southern is, you know, the loudest and all that stuff. But to me, Southern sound like poo. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just straight up. They sound like poo garbage. But um, Jackson State, to me, I feel like they the one that you really gonna have to make sure that you get their full with. Who, who, who was who was the best band you went against uh, when you were at Cookman in the MEAC specifically? A and North Carolina. What? Yeah. Really? I can I can I can see they, they, they may not be they may not be nothing now, but uh they may not be nothing now, but back then, yeah, they would have they would have Man, like but I ain't you, gonna lie to you, bro. I would have uh sorry, but in I don't know, man. I still have this this idea of Norfolk Spartan Legion. Head Spartan and, Legion. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, see, I already knew. I never heard um we never actually heard uh, Norfolk because they never came around to us. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. I don't know what Norfolk is, although I know that they are pretty, pretty serious. But yeah, the only ones that we actually went against was been A and T, um, I think Hampton, Boo, Howard, Boo, <laughs> Pull again. Hey, guys. Yeah, they garbage. So I, I think that's yeah. another issue with the MEAC, though, um, as far as, like, why their football teams have started kind of 
going to other conferences because of the traveling issues um, just yeah. in general. Um, so now you have Cookman and FAMU in the SWAC and they're a part of the East, so they play those Alabama teams and that's maybe a three or four hour ride to them compared to having to drive all the way up to Norfolk, Virginia, or uh, I'm not sure where A&T is, but I'm a, I mean, it's in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, not sure the actual city. So I, I can see, and then, you know, obviously Hampton and Howard, I can see how that um, how that could be an issue. Yeah, it's just when you think about it, okay. think about, you got to think about, we, you got you to gotta go six buses, pay for six, seven buses. And so, and so when you think about six or seven buses, you got to pay for that amount. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. How many? Uh, how many people y'all had in the band when you were there on average? Three fifty on average. Got him, buddy. Because he's gonna put, he's gonna put two, he's gonna put at least two eighty, two ninety on the field every time. So we be having fifty, at least fifty people that just stay in the same. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I want to say that the biggest that we were was was it George Crabby or was it O five? It I, I okay, so I feel like it might have been my crab year because I remember the first time we saw one of our nighttime shows and uh one of your one of the young ladies in your section, I think it was Tiffany, she was like, Eah! and uh Lacey was like, I see y'all are impressed by the size of the band, but did y'all sound good? But I yeah. wanna say I want to say it was either oh, oh well, it, sure. it had to have been. If if Tiffany Jordan said, Ew, it had to have been your freshman year because she graduated in 2005. Right. But because uh, I think my freshman, I think my freshman class was about 115. And the reason I asked that is because whatever year that was, um, we had 48 saxophones. You couldn't tell us nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't yeah. tell us nothing. Not that it wasn't like we were blowing on nobody, but it just it looks good in the stand. No, it did, it did, it did. Um, now, if if I can if I can interject, can I ask a question? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. So so Sam, um, I know you you know you went to Cookman. Y'all had a fairly large band, but in my head, Cookman and specifically Fam are more known for like the technicality and the musicality of the arrangements and I I've heard cooking kind of open up but it still don't sound like the swag so to speak um is that is that something that you accepted going into cooking and is that like a constant conversation with with the band director as far as like keeping it in the box so to speak and determining when y'all can open up and then when y'all need to play full but musical well it, it really just, okay, so you're talking about as far as like the sound, as far as when it comes to how everything is like cranking and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, basically, um, what happens is they, they, I know for us, they say if you can hit it and play it all the time and be clean with it all the time, even playing low, like playing soft and you still hit those notes, then you can do it. A lot of times I think people like Southern, for example, they try to blow the paint off the horn and it mm -hmm. sounds like garbage and they can't really do it. They really can't do it at all. But, you know, when you're trying to, you, you're just putting in extra work that you don't have to, and, and you really can't do it. So if you can play those type of notes and things at a lower tone, at a lower, like real soft, and you still hitting them high notes like that, 
and you're good. That's a real musician. That's yeah, true. They, 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 you know, and I, and I think you know uh, some of that might just be culturally, because like yeah, you know, I don't know if you I don't know if you've been in New Orleans before, but just listening to those second line brass bands, that is pretty much what Southern is when you think about it. And Jamal, you might have a different perspective, but to me, it feels like Southern's marching band is pretty much a extension of those street second line bands that you see on the yeah. corner. Of- yeah, it, it is a I'll say, and it's not too discredit or discount the second line, but it's like a more polished version of it. Um, right. It's not as uh, free-flowing, ad-lib-ish. Um, right. But that same grit that comes from it, you can hear that in their sound. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a, a for lack of a better word, it's a more gritty sound that they, that they typically push. If like in Southern and J State, if we had the Boombox Classic, it could be the same arrangement. J State is going to be more of a satin type situation. And, uh, and Southern is going to be like a wool sweater. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it might be the fly sweater on the market, but it's going gonna, it, gonna to make some folks eat. Yeah, agree. I think that's the. That, it's just how they're going to be set up, but but I do agree, Sam. Like uh, I, I think uh, that is one of the differences with Miak and Swag bands is that Miak bands they they keep it tight. Uh, it's a very uh, in the box type of situation, and I think for uh, for Swag bands we put try we try to move that that boundary line, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's supposed to, if it's supposed to sound like this, <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to, yeah. And, and listen, if, 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 if the note is just supposed to be, last note's supposed to be, you're going to have a few that's going to be like, <laughs> you know, and they be cheating, you know they be cheating. Oh, they yeah, do. They be skating. Yeah, they be oh, skating, skating sure. as hell. Yeah. They can't, if they can't hit the note right, then they're going to scale to it. Yeah. Or they're going to use shaved mouthpieces, man. But Sam, but Sam, but Sam, that's okay, though. That's okay, though. Because when I when I hit that E, that's all that matters. It don't matter how I got there. The first, the first... The, the first time I had to skate, I ain't gonna hold you. The first time I had to skate, but when I when I knew I could do it, yeah, it's like I, I'm, I'm I guess maybe with somebody that when they find out they can dunk for the first time, you uh-huh. know, it's like when they realize they can do it, they had that confidence. So like the second yeah. time we played it, oh man, I was all right <laughs> up there. So yeah, man. Uh, so I'm curious. Um, I want y'all to give me three bands best sounding. Mm-hmm. Most powerful and best overall showmanship, and this is through all of HBCU lanes. It don't matter what conference. So you said you said said sound, yeah, sound, power, showmanship, and and if and if a band it fits more than one category, so be it. But I'm just curious what y'all take. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I would like I want to see the. The mentality of the swag versus me act because it is it it matters. 
I'm, I'm, I, I'll go first because I'm, I'm, I've, I've already been thinking about this. I didn't be even know you were ask that question. Be objective. No, no, I am. I am. I okay. think, I think, <laughs> I think overall performance and like entertainment. I think you, you're gonna have to give it to either Grambling or Fam. And the reason why I say that is because Gram, <clears throat> I'm gonna say they. So I, I sound more objective. They don't stop moving when they're on the field. So even when the dancers are dancing, the band is moving. Now, for some people, it can be a little distracting and like, wait a minute, they're dancing and the dancers are dancing. But that constant movement, people find very entertaining. And then with like Fam, you. I heard of. I'm so dead right now. And with Fam, depending on how they come on the field and then how they leave the field. You know that's gonna be our opener, and they just, and then their dance routines are really good. Their drills are nice as far as the, the, uh, <clears throat> the designs and stuff they do. That's pretty cool. Um, as far as sound, um, I think more recently one of the better one of the better sounding bands I've heard is North Carolina A and T. Mm -hmm. As far as their penmanship, I told you. I told you. A and T um, is that is that. I mean, they, they. I mean, they just they just sound good, just flat out sound good. Now, power, as power. now as far as power, I would have to say, um, sloppy power. I'm gonna have to give it to Miles. <laughs> yeah. Inside the box power, I'm gonna have to go with Jackson Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Three. My three. I would say. Okay. Power, I'm going to say Jackson as far as their sound and everything. I like how clean and powerful they are. Um, they're not sloppy when it comes to playing loud and everything like that. Um, as far as performance, there's a lot of there's a lot of bands out there that, that do good field shows and everything. My thing when it comes to a good field show is if you're doing a dance routine and you put your horns on the ground, uh -huh. and I like that. I hate that. Mm -mm. I, I hate that. So any band to me that can dance with, uh, you know, that can dance with their horns in their hand, even while playing, like a Gremlin, like a Cookman, even a FAMU, uh, you know, those types, you're going to always get those as far as performance-wise from me musicianship wise you know as much as i hate on fam i really cannot hate on their musicianship because there's no bands out there that can play slow songs and ballads and things like that and make them sound like perfect yeah and to me that's just and, and you know that's my rival school and mm -hmm. for me to say that it's like you know come on, like I, I have to give it to them when, when they come to it, y'all know when they come to Atlanta and they be playing Border My Steps and all that stuff like that, even though it's slow ballad type stuff, man. come on, man, they get the whole crowd going. Total yeah, praise? Total praise? What? Total what? praise? Total praise? You can't, you, can't, you can't beat that. Bro. Under the direction of uh, Julian White and William P. Foster? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. From the highest of seven. And then, and then they start singing too? Man, exactly. Right. Right. And everybody's saying that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you just, you know, certain things like that. I, I know that a lot of people try to say that, that they don't really bring the, the heat like other bands do. 
men other men have done but a lot of times to me it's not about how loud you can play a song if it if it sounds good i mean if it don't sound good you play a lot i agree of songs, but yeah. if it sounds like crap it's just gonna sound like crap you're just gonna be a lot of loud playing crap players <laughs> all right <laughs> it's gonna have it's gonna have whipped cream on it but it's still a shit sandwich excuse me exactly exactly yeah so I got two more questions that I'm curious about, um, and and then we're gonna go on and wrap it up. I'll let you uh, find chance get back to your to your day. Has your respective university band progressed or regressed since your time, and why do you feel that way? Uh, Sam, uh, I want you to kick this one. Uh, so I feel like my school has had a point in time where they did regret like okay. a couple of years after i left i fell and i left in 08 and so i feel like a couple of years after that i'll say between 2011 and 2014 or so i felt like it was just a stagnant like they plateaued and then they kind of started getting back into what they normally do as far as sound-wise and um, something I can be proud of closer to 2018, 2019. But yeah, that's when they started going back up. But yeah, I, I feel like a lot of schools can have that regression moment, especially if you feel like you came in, because when you came in, it was the best time. I'm mm-hmm. sure all of us don't feel that way. But, right. uh-huh. but yeah, I feel like that that's, that's what it was on my end. Okay. Okay, and I, and I and I can completely respect that because, like you said, yep. it's it's not a it's not a a band in in shit in the nation that won't have periods of regression. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. it's just is it does it do you stay in it for a while? Is it a short season or is it one mm-hmm. of those where they fell off and they never shook back? Uh, so, Pete, what's your perspective on that? Uh, Grambling is poo. Um, they've they haven't had any really good seasons lately, you know. Um, they'll have a good show here, there, um, but frankly, their their arrangements are their arrangements leave uh, a lot to be desired. Yeah. And um, I think that's probably one of the biggest issues. Um, so I would say I, I feel like the band program has definitely regressed. You know, they've always said, you know, you, you you're standing on the shoulders of the people that came before you. And I feel like right now in this moment, uh, that is very true for uh, the band members at Grambling. But I do have faith they can turn it around. But I think for the past at least six years, um, they haven't put a product on the field that I can truly be proud of. Understood. I can be proud of the uniforms they're wearing, you know, and the names on the uniforms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got new uniforms, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but the product itself, I'm not really a fan. Of. Understood, understood. And uh, to to close it out, I would like to get uh, both of you all top five, top five, top five, top five bands. Period. Period. Top five. Period. All right. So I'm gonna go with, and this is in no particular order. Uh, so it's just five of my top bands, no particular order. J State, Cookman, and as that's not that's an unbiased opinion, no matter what you may say. <laughs> but J State, Cookman, um, I do like um, 
Talladega? Hell no. <laughs> what what colors they got? Um, I get the the black and gold from Bama. Not it's oh, not, state Alabama, Alabama state. state, Alabama okay, State, yeah. state, yeah, Alabama State. Real um, quick, real quick, real quick. I just want to say this: if you get a chance to watch Alabama State's fifth quarter with uh, Sam, you Sam, you're gonna like no, them even more. I will you're like you're gonna like them even more. I promise you, they sound really good. They sound really good. I will, yeah, I will. But uh, yeah, so what I say, J State, Cookman, Alabama. Um, you know, as far as musicianship, I gotta put Sam you in there on the sound. And then uh, I'll throw in I'll throw in a a A and T. Okay. And my top five A and T. All right. And All that's right. in no particular order. So, but yeah. All right, man. And uh, <clears throat> PJ, top five, top five. Uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna start off with the Aristocrats bands, uh, Tennessee State. Uh, I actually got accepted there, um, but I chose to go to Grambling. Uh, so Tennessee State, uh, Jackson State, Southern. Um, um, I, I guess I guess I'll put Sam on there. It's still kind of iffy on them at times. Um, and then number five, I'm gonna go with a dark horse. I don't know if you guys have heard anything from Stillman. It's a smaller college out of uh, out of Alabama, I believe it is. But mm-hmm. I saw them last year, year before last, in a battle of the bands. Uh, in Alabama, and they were playing, I think it was uh, Seven Rings, that um, Ariana Grande song, and for the, I mean, they, they couldn't have been more than 100 people, but the sound that they was pushing was like, all right, y'all got my attention. Now, Southern got disrespectful and started playing over them, which I hate, but <laughs> it's Southern. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and I must have missed one. I got Tennessee State, Southern, FAMU, Steelman. Oh, uh, Jackson. Jackson. J-State, the boom, Sonic boom. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Um, I really appreciate y'all uh, uh, shoot, taking the time out to discuss this band thing, man. Like, uh, it's often said that people show up to uh, HBCU sporting events, not for the sport, but for the music. There you um, go. So uh, to, to get that perspective, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's uh, it's it's good. It's not one that I hear much about. I will put it that way. Like uh, you, uh, the sports get a lot of fanfare as far as media is concerned. But I feel, uh, and you know, I may be biased here, but I feel like uh, one of the reasons or a good drawing point, a selling point, is the band. So it's I, I like to get that perspective to to share with the listeners out there. Um. If uh, if you can uh, share any socials that you want to share um, with uh, with our listeners out there, uh, you can find me at uh, at it's not a podcast on Instagram, as well as uh, Philip Second of His Name on Instagram. Shout out to Game of Thrones and uh, Sam. Sam, uh, you want to share any social media out there? Uh, you're on mute, by the way. Oh. 
just like we may have lost Mr. Moore. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I just want to thank everybody for coming out today and listening. Uh, look forward to uh, hopefully having another one of these chats uh, and expound on it and get some more more perspectives in here for from some of the other conferences and uh, smaller, not to discount them, bands out there, uh, just to get a, a more round uh, picture of what the, what the band scene is and what it has become. Um, but yeah, thank you uh, for listening to another episode of Unapologetically HBCU. We out.